Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. This is a Rogue Media Network podcast. Marriott's on the move. What? Marriott's on the move. Again? Marriott's on the, Marriott's on the, Marriott's on the move. If you are dreaming about moving to a new city to pursue the life of your dreams, this podcast is for you. Moving 18 times in 23 years to five of America's top cities, I know it's not easy to make those decisions alone. I help you develop the dream, the plan, and the move, even if we need to get scrappy to get you there. I'll be doing interviews, career and city spotlights, and sharing my crazy moving stories, tips, tricks, and scams to avoid. Traveling to explore your dreams has never been easier. Now let's get moving. very excited about our guest on the show today. Katie Lyon is a fellow podcaster and she co-hosts a podcast called The Landlord Diaries, which we'll totally get into. Uh, But it's all about midterm rentals and real estate investing. And they discuss topics like investment strategies and property management, but they also give tips for using a company called Furnish Finder, which they both are um, employees at. So we're going to, we're going to talk a little bit about that, but Furnish Finder is a midterm rental company, which is different than short-term rentals like Airbnb and VRBO. Um, but if you've been listening to the show and I hope this isn't the first time, but if it is the first time, I always suggest doing a city proof of concept before you move to the city of your dreams, because there's so many things that, you know, happen in a city and you want to get to know a little bit better. I always talk about five days or longer, um, but if you can move for like a month or so before throwing caution to the wind and just getting rid of all your stuff, Furnish Finder is always the way to go, in my opinion, and I always recommend them. So when they reached out after I you know, sent a note to them saying, can you please be on my podcast? And they <laughs> graciously said yes. Um, I was super excited to have, um, have them. So Katie, welcome to the show. I'm very excited about having you. Thank you. I'm so excited yeah. to be here. So Furnish Finder started in what, 2014? And mm-hmm. you guys were focused on like travel nurses and medical professionals, right? Right. We started in 2014. We kind of took a couple of deviations to get to the the kind of business layout that we are now with the, the marketplace. Um, and yeah, initially it was all based on traveling medical professionals. And most people just know them as travel nurses, but there's all sorts of traveling medical professionals. Um, and it just kind of grew and expanded. Um, and it's, it's taken off. It's really, it's exciting. Well, I imagine, especially because you don't just do travel professional or medical professionals anymore. You do kind of all kinds of travelers, remote, remote workers, um, gosh, people who are like renovating houses, like, People have been displaced by fires. Yeah. I've heard about that. Um, yep. But I imagine COVID was a pretty big uh, explosion for you guys when it came to like people trying to use you. 
Yeah, COVID was big on a couple of fronts. Um, the demand for travel nurses and traveling medical professionals mm. definitely surged during that time just because one area of the country might have been experiencing a really big peak in COVID cases or like severe COVID cases. Another area of the country might have been not experiencing that peak. So there was a lot of kind of shuffle within the needs for travel staffing. Um, so that was a huge thing. The other thing was, and this is a little bit more post-COVID, but we all lead much more remote lives now, right? Like it's, it's, I, I feel like, and I don't have the hard data behind this, but I feel like it's much more uncommon for someone to go in the office five days a week if they have a job that's, you know, remote friendly versus having like a flexible schedule or a hybrid schedule or an option schedule, right? Um, we're just kind of lifestyles have changed so, so much that it was a huge shift for both of those. So like the medical needs just went through the roof. Um, and then we all, you know, we saw the rise of digital nomads or traveling families that might've been homeschooling or people who wanted to spend a month next to grandma in the summer or things like that, where we just kind of all adapted and valued this flexibility in our lives. Yeah, I think it was much needed, first of all, but I think it taught everybody a really big lesson that they can work and enjoy where they live. Um, so I imagine, because you guys have over, what, a couple hundred thousand properties across the country now? Yeah, we're at about 250,000. It's growing every day, um, which is just crazy, but the <laughs> demand is still, like, it's still so high. The, the demand still far outweighs the supply and this midterm rentals. That's what, that's what we like to refer to as a 30 day plus furnished stay. Um, I think it's just still in its infancy so much, right. As we all continue to adapt to kind of this like remote lifestyle and the flexible options and, um, yeah, it's, it's crazy how many use cases there are for these 30 day plus rentals. Like you wouldn't, you wouldn't think, but really, like you said, you've got people who maybe their house was damaged. You have, um, the traveling professionals and not just medical, right. But you also have athletes, right. you have professors, you have people who are just on contract. Um, you have maybe engineers who are coming to work on like you know, planning a gas line, special projects, special yeah. projects, right? You also, I had an inquiry at one of my properties recently for some grandparents who just wanted to go live closer to their grandbabies oh. for the summer. So you have like all these, yeah, it is. And you have like all these different use cases. So it's, yeah. it's really cool. So you, well, one, you are a landlord <laughs> with Furnish Binder, right? So you have several properties. So can you talk a little bit about kind of the process? So I get asked a lot about, um, you know, like college kids who have an internship that they want, you know, that they've got a, a two month internship. They can't afford to do Airbnb for two months with all the booking right. fees and all the stuff. Like I know you guys don't have booking fees or commissions or anything like that. So that's a huge cost saver because when mm -hmm. somebody is renting from you, they're paying like the month's rent, not like the month's rent plus $600 for fees. Right. Right. Exactly. Right. So that is the biggest differentiator between us and any other platform, right? For us, it's you pay to list your property. Um, you pay $149 and you can list your property for a year. And during that, you're going to get unlimited leads. So what that means for a traveler is you know that everybody on the site is serious. You know, it's kind of like they've paid a little bit of the entrance fee, but then what they, what the price listed for rent, like there's no, 
we're not adding any padding to that, right? Like right. Th- that, because a lot of times the sites, you know, the price you see is inflated oh, yeah. by the website, right? By that marketplace. Yeah. Ours truly is like, if I'm a landlord and I need to charge $1,600, that is what you are going to pay. So that means a much, much more affordable experience for the traveler and Furnish Finder itself. Like you aren't going to pay any fees on Furnish Finder as a traveler. Like we're all just about like trying to make these connections between traveler and landlord. Yeah. So are there different kind of, cause I know with like short-term rentals, there's all kinds of permits and things that. <laughs> um, yeah. So generally speaking and every area is different, you know, the law varies by state and County and city and some HOAs are all different. So you definitely need to check. Um, but generally speaking, 30 days and up is classified as a long-term rent. Um, so that's like, you know, for insurance purposes, for legal purposes, that they, the, all of those still put it into two buckets, short-term or long-term. And they say long-term is 30 days or more. So that makes it way, way, way easier for a midterm rental landlord. Um, and it makes it easier for the traveler too, because you know that you're going to have a lot more options. You don't have to worry about a lot of those. A lot of times the taxes don't apply if you're 30 days or more. It's definitely state and city specific, but I've found that in a, in a lot of cities and states that once you hit that 30 day mark, that crazy tax you have goes away, which is so nice. That is so nice. (laughs) Yeah. Somebody that's coming to your service is not just going to be their run of the mill, like, you know, has a crappy place. Like they're, if they want somebody that's going to live there for 30 days or longer, they're probably really taking care of their properties. Yeah. You know, they've got to protect themselves too. I'm sure, you know, cause talk about the process a little, because when you join, it's not like you talk to the owners, like you physically, right. right, Go through and you talk directly to them. It's not something that furnished finder is like brokering. Correct. Tell me about that. And this is like the biggest learning curve for travelers and for landlords. Um, because you're used to going on to an Airbnb or a Verbo or whatever. And you're just like, okay, click, click, click book. You're done. Right. And that's great if you're going somewhere to stay for a few days, but when you're really living in a place, you want to know the landlord more. You want to know probably more about the area. You probably want to know more about like, what's the bed like? What are, you know, do you have blackout curtains? Like you just, you, that relationship becomes a lot more important, right? If you're visiting, you know, if I'm going to Miami for seven days, I don't really need a relationship with that Airbnb host. If I'm going to go live somewhere for six months, like I want to know that the connection there is a solid one. So first thing is you're going to connect with um, a landlord that you see on the site um, that has a property you like. We don't control the way you connect with them, right? And that's another difference is a lot of these other sites, you know, they want to keep you on the platform because otherwise they're going to lose their little commission or their percentage. With us, we're going to give you their phone number of the landlord as long as they specify. It's okay, obviously. Their email address. Um, and you can also message them through the system. So that's really cool because we're like, however you want to communicate, communicate, right? Yeah. Then you have the chance to sort out all the details. Like, okay, are you okay with pets? Is there a pet deposit? Um, is the rent a little high and maybe you're going to stay six months. So you're wondering if they can do a little less rent, right? You get the chance to kind of go back and forth and communicate and get to know each other. 
Um, and once you kind of come to agreements, we do have a sister company called KeyCheck. And KeyCheck originated because we didn't want to leave travelers and landlords in the dark, right? We didn't want to say, okay, you're on your own, right? Because this process is a little bit different than the typical websites. So on there, you can do tenant screening. Um, I always tell te my tenants to think about that like an application fee if you're going to apply an apartment or something. It's $39. Traditionally, the tenant pays for it because it's like an application. Sure. It's a very... Um, it's it's a very secure screening where it just does like a credit check with a soft pull. It does a background check um, and an eviction check so that the landlord can feel really comfortable with who's in their property. Yeah. Um, and then the landlord on their side can also access uh, lease templates and online payments. So that way, like if you're a traveler and you're like, I want to put this rent on my credit card so I can rack up those miles. Yeah. You have the ability to do that, right? <laughs> So it's pretty much like you're going to connect, you're going to come to agreement, you're going to do a tenant screening, you're going to come across a lease, and then you're going to complete the payments. So it really is like pretty step by step, but it's just a little bit more involved because this whole process is a little more involved. You're not going to stay there for three nights, right? Right. Boom. Play it. Have you ever listened to a commercial on the radio or a podcast and thought, I could totally do that? Well, I am challenging you today. Being a voiceover artist is an amazing side hustle that can be done from the comforts of your own home. Heck, it can be an amazing career. Just ask Jesse Carroll. Jesse's got over a thousand voiceover credits to his name. Ever watch Backroad Truckers? He's the narrator. He's also done a ton of commercials for brands you would definitely recognize. If you're ready to try your hand at voiceovers, go to marriottsonthemove.com and head to my favorites page to learn more about his new digital course and coaching package. If you use code MOTM, you'll get 20% off at checkout. Hi, I'm Christine and I'm an alcoholic. Here's the deal. Everybody knows somebody that has suffered from the disease of addiction. I want to invite you to listen to Purpose Driven Sobriety, where we have real conversations with real people that have suffered from the disease of addiction and have gone on to thrive. Here, we shine light into the darkness that is addiction. You can find Purpose Driven Sobriety on Facebook or anywhere you get your podcasts. too that you like as a landlord you have skin in the game right so you're you know doing all the things that you need to do and making sure this is a nice property but then also right. as a tenant we've got some skin in the game we're going through the background check so you as a landlord feel comfortable that was one i mean granted i'm in a subdivision where i have an hoa and we um it's a minimum two-year lease if somebody's oh, renting wow. the place out i know it's it's kind That's of high Mm hmm. But the other side of it is that like, as I've never thought about renting out my place because, you know, like my, I just right. built it. It's really nice. And I don't want somebody like you think of traditional renters, which I've rented from places and I'm a great tenant. Right. But not everybody is like you hear right. horror stories or people squatting yeah. and, yeah. you know, somebody that's going to go through the process of getting a background check and all that stuff. They probably aren't the bad guys. 
<laughs> exactly. Right. And we want everyone to feel really confident in, mm-hmm. you know, the traveler and their choice of landlord and their landlord, their choice of tenant. Like that's what we want. We want, because these are professionals traveling and you know that, right? Like yeah. people aren't going to rent your house to party for six months. Like they're there <laughs> right. for a purpose. Right. Um, so this just kind of helps facilitate that and make it so everybody feels really good and really confident. Um, and it just like sets the standard for that relationship going forward. And it makes it just really smooth. I mean, I always think with my tenants, I'm like, I want to get all of my expectations, like clear, like day one. Right. And that's where a lease comes in. And that's, you know, you get to put your house rules and you get to put you know, what exactly is included in rent? What kind of pets are okay? And it's just, it makes it so everything is just laid out on the table and you're really set up for a good relationship. Well, so as a landlord, and I guess this is both for Furnish Finder and just in general, like what are some things, because a lot of the listeners that I have on the show, it's twofold, right? So we have some, mm-hmm. um, you know, college age students that are graduating and are going to go out in the world and, you know, find the city of their dreams. And then there's other people who have been dreaming about moving for 10 years and they just never pulled the trigger right. and now they're going to. And, you know, they might rent out their own house and, and rent somewhere. But like as a landlord, <clears throat> what are some things that you look for and, and kind of what are your expectations? Yeah. I mean, I think as a landlord and I have just as a little background, I have 10 rentals, um, all they're mostly within the state of Iowa. That's where I'm from originally and my family and I do it together. So, um, they're still there. So it makes it kind of a nice location for us, but I'm looking for tenants that, you know, they have a clear background history. Um, I'm looking for tenants who communicate really clearly. I'm looking for tenants with a purpose of their stay. Right. And that tells me a lot about who they are and kind of what they're, what they're using the property for. Right. Um, like I mentioned, I had that inquiry from grandparents who were coming to stay and that then I was able to tell them, okay, Hey, there's a third bedroom and we put a trundle bed in there. If your grandkids ever want to spend the night. Right. Or if it's a travel nurse, I'll be, make sure to tell them like, okay, Hey, this isn't a busy area or a quiet area. We've put in things like blackout curtains to make it better for you. And the mattress is really comfortable. So Mm. it lets me really communicate to them what are the important factors. Um, So I think that's really helpful. Um, But just asking what they're staying for and kind of what their plans are is, is really, really helpful. Yeah. Well, and I'm sure, I mean, you know, the property and the area better than anybody. So being able to leverage you as a property owner, you're going to know like, Hey, I have a bike in the, in the right. shed. If you want to go take a bike, right. ride, here's a safe path. You know, yeah. I think that that's the, the two things that I was always looking for when I was looking for a place, because like real estate agents cannot tell you like, this is a safe area, quote unquote, or this is not a safe area. Right. You know, yeah, like they have, they have some bounds. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, and I will always tell people like, I feel safe in this area. Right. (laughs) And like, this is an older neighborhood, but it's full of families or things like that. Right. So I just like, I want them to feel really comfortable because they are professionals and they're there. Even 
a recently graduated student who's looking for an internship. Like they're a professional, right? right. And they're looking for a home. Yeah. And that's how I differentiate it in my mind too. Like when you're doing a short-term rental, you're looking for a stay. You always yeah. say like, I'm, I need somewhere to stay. I need a hotel to stay at. I need right. an Airbnb to stay at. And these tenants, you know, when you're looking for somewhere 30 days and up, you're looking for somewhere to live. Right. Right. They're not and tourists. It's like, <laughs> no. And it's like a very clear differentiation, right? Like mm -hmm. it, you, you want these things that make you feel cozy. You might want some extra blankets. You might want, you know, you definitely want your own linen, like extra linens. You're going to be doing laundry there. You right. care if there's a washer and dryer. If I'm going to an Airbnb for five days, I don't really care if there's a washer right. and dryer. I'm not doing right. laundry on vacation. Right. Um, but it's, it's just kind of a different frame of mind, but it's really important that you let anyone, especially if people are traveling and they're trying out a new, a new city mm -hmm. that you give them an accurate kind of like, okay, this is what it would be like to live here. Yeah. Right. So they can get a true feel of it. I think that's huge. And that's, that's kind of why I, I coach around the city POC because is a as a proof of concept, like the whole definition of a proof of concept is to try something before you buy it. Right. Yeah. And just to make sure it works for you. Um, you know, I have a, a friend of mine who, um, was looking to move to Asheville and they found a property on Zillow that was for sale. They fell in love with the pictures. Right. And, you know, in passing, I kind of mentioned this concept and I said, well, why don't you go live there for a couple of weeks? They both, you know, he and his wife both work remote. Um, you know, they're a quiet, lovely couple and, you know, just go, go check it out. You can do mm -hmm. that. And yeah. they stayed in two different areas and turns out they didn't like, they live now nowhere near where that property was. There was all kinds of stuff around the property or something that they yeah. didn't love, but it gave them an opportunity to like, really like go on little excursions, see mm -hmm. what the local grocery store was like, so, you know, check out kind of the yeah. area. And there are some places like if I were to have done the POC in some of my earlier moves, I, I one probably wouldn't have moved to that area or that state at all. Right. But I also probably would have not lived in the particular neighborhoods that I was not that they weren't safe or great or anything, but I didn't even know what my options were because they were big right. cities and you don't look like you don't see the suburbs around that could be 10 minutes from where you want to be, but it's like half the cost and right. much later and quieter, you know? Yeah. You don't know so. the city's personality yet. Right. Right. It's also nice. Even if like you've decided on, okay, I want to move to Asheville. Mm -hmm. It's in this market. And I think it's going to be a lot, a long time until we get out of a market that this would be sufficient for is like, it's nice to have a property that you can stay at on a monthly basis until you find the exact right house. Right. Right. If you're looking to buy, because inventory is low. So you're like, okay, I don't have as many choices. Interest rates are higher. So you're like, I'm not looking to buy and sell 42 times. I want to get it right the first right. time. <laughs> right. So I've had some people as tenants who were either remodeling their home um, so they could keep their interest rate. Or I've had tenants who were like, we're moving here, but it's taking us a while to find a house and we're looking to get our roots settled. Right. And I'm yeah. like, great. Right. Even if, even if you know, 
let's say you want to move to Denver, but you're not sure which suburb or which area that can be really helpful too. Cause then you can take some day trips or explore here and there. So that's, we don't make good decisions when we're like under pressure and there's like very oh my gosh. little to choose yeah. from, right? Yeah, you got to get there and you got to you got to experience a little bit. We also have a tool on our website. It's called a housing request. And this is one of my favorite traveler tools. Um it's it's if you go to the website and you just click um via travelers actually hang on, let me rephrase that so I can actually find what it's really called because I am on here so much. <laughs> oh yeah. It's just called housing request. Okay. So if you're on our website, right at the top, there's just one thing that says housing request. And what it does is you put in your information and kind of your wish list, right? Like I'm looking for a three bedroom. Um, I want my own private unit. I'm not looking for a room share situation. I have pets. Here are my dates. Here's my budget. Um, and you can kind of put in your details that you're looking for and submit it. And what Furnish Finder will do in the background is they will take a look at our database of landlords and listings, and they will distribute your housing request to those owners and listings where it's a match or it's a close match, right? Okay. And that, again, is just us like opening the doors for those communications. So then you'll start getting messages from landlords like, Hey, I have exactly what you're looking for. Let me tell you a little bit about it. Or you might get messages like, Hey, I know you're looking for a three bedroom. I have a four bedroom. Would that work? Or I know this was your budget. Like, do you have any flexibility? Or I know you wanted free parking. My parking's 50 bucks a month. Would that still work for you? And our goal there is that it can save the traveler a little bit of time, especially if you've got a lot going on because moves are not easy. Um, or so cheap. you can, or cheap, <laughs> right? So like we can just kind of filter the crowd for you a little bit. And like, it's almost like speed dating. Like we're starting to set the tables for you yeah. and then you can look through those and, and you can, um, message back who, who might be a fit. So that's something that is really cool. And it's handy for landlords um, because we get to, you know, if we have someone who might be a really great fit, we can tell them a little bit more about our properties. And you have another, um, the, there's like a whole data tool too, which I was like looking at, which is really cool. Can you explain that a little bit? Because yeah. for me, if I'm looking into a city and I see a lot of people live over here and nobody lives over here, like I'm going to want to live over here. Right. Right. <laughs> yeah, it's it's really you the first thing is when you go, when you go and you search the map, you're also going to see a physical map and it's going to have dots where properties are. So you can definitely find some hot spots that way. Um and then you know, you can compare that if it's a city you don't know anything about, like what's pulling everything to everyone to the west side or right. why is sometimes it's like a the east side is super expensive, sometimes it's all acreages over the, like you never know, but it gives you like some insights. Right. Um, but the hard data is really great. It's on our site and it's where you can kind of, you can do some research and see well, what is a typical property going to cost me here? Um, because in this country, like that can vary so, 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 so much <laughs> and you might not know. Right. Um, right. so I always tell people, I'm like, when you're on furnished finder, look at the areas we have that actually pull data and statistics and then spend some time in the map and pull your own inferences as well. Right. Because those are just as important. 
I imagine too, like somebody just looking <laughs> for like to buy a house in the area, even if you live in that area, that data is probably really incredible as a tool. Oh my gosh. Um, you know what I mean? Just like, just in general. It's so nice. Yes. Yeah. And it helps landlords know how to like serve the demand there. Right. Okay. So it can also be really helpful. Like, let's say you're going to go try out a new city. Don't leave your property empty. Right. right? Like you can put it up on Furnish Finder. It's $149 to list your property and you can backfill it and then pay your mortgage or offset your mortgage or help to cover some costs, right? You're not going to leave, like if you're going to go to try out, like you said, this proof of concept, you're going to go try out a new market for 30 days. You're not going to take your couch, Mm -mm. right? You're going to like, you're going to leave your stuff. So you immediately have a furnished rental on your hands and being a midterm landlord is not as intimidating as being like an Airbnb host. Um, and we have so many resources on the website to help walk you through it. Um, and again, like our travelers are professionals. So Mm -hmm. we have a lot, a lot of travelers do that where they're like, okay, I'm going to go here for a project or a contract or whatnot. I'm going to backfill mine. And it works. It's like, you know, you're helping everybody by offering, you know, another rental and more options. I don't think people really understand how incredibly expensive it is to move in and out of a place if they haven't done it in a while or done it ever. Like you're not paying first month's last month's rent. Um, plus like the rental of couches and beds and things like that, because Mm -hmm. people do that. There are, there are companies out there that you can rent all those things from, yeah. but then you're paying all of that on top of your fees for the yeah. actual like rental itself, which right. is insane. It's right. Insane. So that all adds up. But even if somebody was moving, like I had a, um, a guy that I had a conversation with probably, I think it was like last summer, but he had a lot of flexibility and freedom in his job. And he was thinking about moving to North Carolina but when I said, like, where are you thinking about moving to? Because the minute somebody's like, oh, I'm moving, I get like, I grab popcorn. I'm so excited. Right. I can't wait Tell to hear the more. story. Tell You're me like, more. Tell me more. Tell right. me more. Love it. Right. But I mean, that's the thing. He's like, well, like, like I, you know, I heard about this and that city and that city. So I think I'm just going to like, you know, spend a week in each. And I was like, why would you spend a week? You know? And right. What are you going to get in a week? in Michigan. Right. Nothing like you're everything's magical over a weekend. That's why I always right. tell people at least five days, but like right. over a couple weeks or a couple months, like you can really, really explore. And then if you decide like, you know what, I don't actually want to move here at all. Now you have somewhere to go back home to and you didn't just waste a ton of money. Can you, you can, oh, yeah. Well, the yeah, the so, fees I mean, get, get insane, especially yeah. when you're looking at... <laughs> These, you know, Airbnb and Verbo and a lot of these platforms that you book on, on their platform, the fees get insane. Mm-hmm. I mean, especially as a traveler, it's insane. Um, it's I very just... typical with a midterm host, like on Furnish Finder to require a deposit. Sure. But it's usually like a third of the month's rent, right? Right. You're, it's not the same as a long-term rental. We just want to know that like, you have some skin in the game. And again, like if something breaks, it's not a big issue. Um, but it's all like just much more, everything is more reasonable. Like everything. Yeah. Do you yeah. typically get that deposit back or is that something that they put towards rent or something? You know, I have, I have only had, and I'll speak personally here. 
This is the joy that I get to be like landlord and furnished finder. Like I get to be like, well, here's my experience. And it's not like, it's my actual real experience. Um, I have had one instance where I kept half of a deposit and it's because there was a hole in the duvet cover. Um, and there was a pan that my cleaner for the life of her could not get like a residue off of. I don't know what they cooked. It was probably delicious, but it just kind of ruined the pan and they were fine. They were like, okay, great. Thank you so much. Like no problem. Because again, it was like, everything's reasonable. Right. And it's so refreshing to have that. Yeah. I can imagine. Yeah. It's, I mean, I think that the 30 days is such a great like minimum because you really get a lot of experience in that area. You get to travel around, you get to experience like kind of what that town really would be without really have a a whole lot of risk. And I think that today's buyer, especially with the, um, you know, like the mortgage rates being as low as they were, people not wanting to give up their properties. Like this is such a great alternative that a lot, I mean, cause you could get, I lived in San Diego. San Diego is amazing. Mm -hmm. Right. But after like a year there, I was like, I don't know. Like I need, I need like more business. And like, as I was, you know, newer in my career and I was, I was traveling a lot and I was like, gosh, you know, like it was such a fun experience and I would love to go back for a month or two, but I don't want to move back there. Right. 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 But to do that, you know, like you have to have some sort of opportunity because I know I just spent a couple days in an Airbnb (laughs) and like one, it was like a Dateline episode. First of all, we couldn't get in touch with the person that was like renting it out to us. And we were like, there are all kinds of scary noises. We've got a lot of stuff going on. We can't find more towels. Like what's happening? And we never heard back from them. Um, And then at the end of the weekend, like it was supposed to be like a hundred dollars a night um, with all the fees and everything. We paid almost $400 for like the worst weekend ever. It's (laughs) insane. It it adds up so (laughs) quick. It does. It adds up so quick. I mean, we're even as a family, like we'll be looking at a property, you know, to go on vacation and we love staying at Airbnbs. I'm going to re-say that. Okay. You're going to have so much editing. Yeah, I know. Um, It gets, it gets, the fees get to be a lot. Like even when we're looking, you know, we'll try to look for like, like you said, like a property, like a hundred dollars a night, or we'll set our budget and we'll think that we built in enough padding for fees. We definitely did not ever. And it gets to be so, so, so much. And what travelers may or may not realize is on all of those sites, you pay a fee, but the landlord also pays a fee, right? Hmm. So like everybody's getting dinged. Um, and that's why we kind of flipped the script and on furnish finder, it's like, no, this is like a, you're going to pay a low reasonable fee Mm -hmm. to list your property. And that lets us ensure that like the quality is great and everything. But then we're like, we want you guys to all find great tenants and we want tenants to find great landlords. But like, we're not going to take a cut of it, right? Like we're not going to add on. We're not right. going to, I always tell, I always tell people, it's like, it's like they give you the cupcake and then they take the frosting and I want all yeah. of my frosting. Like I want it. Right. I paid for the whole cupcake. I paid for the, whole cupcake. the whole cupcake or like, don't give me a free cupcake and then take the frosting. I'll pay yeah, you a dollar sprinkles and let right. me, yeah, let me keep my whole <laughs> cupcake. So it's, it's nice, especially in like today's world where like, I feel like there is a fee for everything. Everything. 
Right. I, I will say like our, our sister company key check, we have, you know, I don't call them fees. There's prices associated with like a sure. lease template or a background screening, but they're all so transparent and they're all so low that it's like, these are just tools and we want to make sure everybody has the right tools to yeah. set them up for success. But like, I don't know. It's just, I always look at something and I'm like, you know, you get DoorDash and I'm like, all of a sudden my $20 order is 72 bucks. And I'm like, what has just happened in this life? So I, I just, I love that. And I, I love that about midterm rentals too. Like everything's just, it's just, everybody's just good people trying to find houses, homes really. Well, it gives you flexibility and it gives you freedom right. and right. it gives you a safe place to stay where you can actually talk to the landlord and then they feel right. good about you. Right. Yep. I mean, I know a lot of people like a friend of mine that I work with, um, like they're going to do a sabbatical, right. It, you know, like it's this awesome. is a great opportunity for her to rent out her house. She lives in Boca. Amazing. You know, like yeah. there's so many things that people can do if they want to go away and you know, some people have had a dream to travel to Europe for their whole life and never did it. And now they're in a place where they could like, here's a great opportunity. Rent your place out for three or four yeah. months and go live in Greece or Italy. Oh Cause that's gosh. what I want to do when I'm oh you my know, <laughs> retiring. Yes. So. And it's much, it's much less to handle as a landlord as well. I will say, um, I haven't had a short-term rental yet. If I'm being honest, it intimidates me a little bit, the management side of it, because I'm like, I, I, if you message me at 10 PM and you need like an extra towel, like, I don't know how to help you, but we, like, like I said, I have 10 properties and we manage them with my family. So we have, you know, full support, but that being said, like I have a full-time job. I have young kids. I have countless dogs. Like it's <laughs> like very manageable for me to do that. I mean, right. a lot of times I'll talk to my tenant at check-in and at move out. And that's kind of it. Cause like, they're not there to vacation. They're living there. They're living right. there. And maybe that's I'll be awesome. like, you know, they might let me know, Hey, the fridge isn't working or, um, you know, just general questions, but it's like, I handle it all from my phone. I mean, mm -hmm. I'm 850 miles from my closest midterm rental. Wow. There's three of my rentals. I've never stepped foot in <laughs> and it's <laughs> fine. Awesome. It's yeah. fine. And everybody still feels, you know, comfortable and welcomed and taken care of. That's amazing. Yeah, it's well, pretty so, fun. Yeah. I mean, um, average length of stay, what is it? Like 60, 90 days? Like what is it? Yeah. Or is it? Right now it kind of hovers between like 90 and 110 days. So you're seeing kind of at that three month mark, which uh, lines up with travel nurse contracts pretty well. But also a lot of other work contracts, right? A lot of people are going on three-month contracts um, for projects. It's also pretty common, like, you know, if your dishwasher floods and you have to get put on insurance housing, you know, they say it's going to take a month. It's going to take three. Um, but yeah, that means you've got four tenants a year. It's yeah. pretty great. That's nice. That's <laughs> yeah. so much nicer than a short-term rental. Right? I know. Yes. Well, so if somebody wants to explore your services, Katie, where do they go? Yeah, absolutely. Go to furnishfinder.com. Um, if you're a traveler, you can search the map. If you're a traveler and you want to make 
you know, some revenue off of your own property while you're traveling, um, check out the list, your property, or if you're any other type of property owner, um, under the resources tab, I will say we have resources for travelers and landlords. We have a great podcast that's landlord, um, focused called the landlord diaries. You're welcome to connect, um, with us on social media. Um, pretty much, you know, search for us and you'll find us. And we're like, we all just live and breathe midterm rentals. And we're here like to make this space better than it has ever been before. So, um, we're, we're pouring our hearts and souls into it every day and we can't wait to see what happens with it. Well, I am very excited for this. I think that this is going to be a great alternative for a lot of people. It's going to open up a lot of doors and give them some freedom to do things that maybe they didn't anticipate being able to do uh, affordably in the past. So yes, thank you so much. I'm sure this won't be the last time we have you on the show. Um, but thank you so much for, for doing the interview and like, you know, I can't wait to, to see how this goes. I, I feel like a lot of stuff is going to come out of this. Some good same. Stories. I hope so. Thank you so much. It was so good to chat. You too. Well, I could go on forever and ever about moving you closer to your dreams, but I probably should save some thoughts for the next episode. A big thanks goes out to you for making time for me today. And making time for me, you're making time for future you, and we're both grateful. If you enjoyed this content, please subscribe to the podcast, download the episodes, and leave me a five-star review. I would really appreciate it. In return, if you go to my website, marriottsonthemove.com, and register for the Monday Mailer, I'll send you a free Fred workbook to get your journey started. This is also where you can find all the show notes and all the ways to get in touch with me. A special thanks goes out to Rogue Media for its wisdom and partnership. Until next time, friends, keep moving forward towards your dreams. Oh, and the legal stuff. This podcast is presented solely for educational and entertainment purposes. I am a certified coach, not a licensed therapist, and this is not meant to replace the professional advice of a physician, psychotherapist, or other qualified professionals. This is solely my perspective based on my own experience and training. Okay, now it's over. For reals. Bye for now. This has been a Rogue Media Network production.